Live from the Talking Joe Studios. It's Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. Hey, 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 it's me, the Chief Dog. I'm joined by my buddy. It's bright and early, it's Ben. Woo! <laughs> early morning recording. Yeah. Bank holiday Monday, just had Easter, and uh, whew, I'm half asleep. Oof, yeah, I've been up <laughs> since, uh, actually a bit of a lion today, the kid did not get up till seven, which the is normally, normally six. Oh, crikey, is she, is she on a 6am rotation? Every day, every day, yeah. Brutal. When hates, did, when, when did you put her down? Hates seven? sleep, because she hates the idea of missing out on stuff happening. Hey, don't we all? Yes. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, she probably goes to bed about seven, yeah. Um, good. That's good, Chief. Uh, but the first thing she said when she woke up this morning was... Egg. Daddy, um, don't forget we made a deal. I can have chocolate after breakfast. And yeah, you did, mate. You made a deal with the devil. And I said you, we, you could have chocolate uh, on Easter after breakfast. And she said, it's Monday. That's still Easter. Yeah, and she is correct. Technicality. It's, it's, she it's got a, me on a technicality. Yeah. No, it's the Easter season. Yeah. Talk to you about yesterday. I smashed one egg and uh, some of my children's eggs. I did not eat any chocolate yesterday. Oh, man. I had a Reese's Pieces egg and very disappointing. The uh, American chocolate is nowhere near as nice, is it? Well, and also, you say that because uh, there's a bit of activity on the Facebook group. Um, where we were talking about uh, Easter, and who is it? I'm just going to try and find the... Someone the, threw the, down the, a... No, someone was saying that in America, it's normally painted hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, so my brother was saying that they don't really do Easter out there. Yes. Like, they don't have, um, like, Friday and Monday off. and. Yeah, it was actually Scott, Scott Romanowski, who uh, tweets us on Twitter quite a bit. And he actually had another question. He said, what do you guys have as Easter eggs? Like you talked about, well, yes, we have a lot of uh, chocolate eggs. I'll see if I can take some pictures today. Uh, they'll still be on the shelves, heavily discounted. And also, he's got another question. Uh, also, what are Johnny Rotten's, as Ben said, Outback was in? Oh, pants. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, Not pants call... for Americans. We call them pants. You call them... Yeah, Y-fronts, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Rotten's. Your kegs. Yeah, <laughs> just more names that no one understands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yesterday we went. Um, oh, yeah, we got the chain ferry and went over to Studland and had an all-day Easter drinking sesh. Wow! With the kids there, I got smashed. Yeah, absolutely smashed. Got a taxi over there, taxi back, so we were free to booze. Nice. It was like something. Um, it was like something from a famous five book, Chief. I think it's how <laughs> I think it's how the world is meant to be. We right. were just on. There was no one else on this beach. There was kind of woods, sea. We had paddle boards out. The kids kind of went all a bit Lord of the Flies. Right. They were just left to kind of go wild. They sort of fashioned spears and met some other kids and had a big battle. It was awesome. Sounds like something out of a novel, like you say. Yeah, it was very idyllic, seriously. Also, the other day, we were really bored in the garden. We broke the G.I. Joe toys out and did some setups. Now, I saw these pictures on the Instagram. People love them. 
Yeah, and what I thought was, I was like, wow, uh, when it comes to taking photos, yeah. uh, technology really has moved on, and it's pretty awesome. Because <laughs> really, when we were doing it, yeah. those, you couldn't really get, you couldn't get close, could you? Well, I was using, I don't know, I think you were, you were you, disposable. I'm, Oh, no, we like had an f- Olympus. Oh, I had the £5 from Boots, Kodak disposable camera. You buy it, you, you chuck the whole camera back to the, to the chemist, to the pharmacist, and they send it off, get these pictures developed. You wait a week, you get them back, and that's it. Yeah, and also, I don't think you ever read, but usually with a disposable, it says you can't really be, you've got to be like two metres back. Oh, correct. Which does not work for a kind Set-ups. of uh, setup. No. Well, you want to get nice and close. Uh, big news in the Castle Chief establishment. Uh, Halo Uh-oh. done. Halo done. That was wow. about... I think Give I'm going to look back. Time. I'm going to look back. It was either... Was it three weeks or four weeks? That's not too bad. I, I want to say four weeks since I started. Uh, it's ten, what we would call in old school parlance, ten levels. I don't know if regular game, modern games these days, they don't really have levels, do they? No, no, they don't. They have missions. They have projects. Yeah. So this was it was ten like effective levels, ten missions. Yes. Um, and I don't know if I ever want to play another Halo game as long as I live. Yeah. Well, okay. Just you got to wait for the dust to settle. Yeah. Because the it was the Halo dust. There was like uh, I think mission level nine. There was one bit, I must have been stuck on that for about five hours, just go after go after go, and I was like, I've got to quit, I've got to quit, because this, the level of health I've got at this particular point where it's saved, oh, I can't now do it, it's like impossible. Well, what do you mean, why can't you just start level nine again? Um, can you just start at the beginning of a level nine? I think, it, oh, I don't crikey. know, maybe what, I would so have to saved, go back to, you I think I would have to start level in eight. bad shape. No, it auto saves. It auto saves. Oh, checkpoints. Okay, checkpoint okay. Checkpoint done. Checkpoint done. Um, Dude, there's, but anyway, there's a restart level. Any? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there is. I don't mm. know if there is. Anyway, um, I did it, and then yesterday it was the final run where you're in the. I don't know if you've finished Halo. Yeah. That final bit we're in the warthog, and it's just like a, you've got to drive 1.6 uh, kilometers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Five minutes. It's, the countdown's it's so on. So cinematic. Against, it's oh, against the clock. It's insane. When it came out at the time, I was like, "What is this? This is the greatest thing in video gaming ever." Did you actually find that last level to be the hardest? Probably not. Probably not. I did no. struggle with it though. I spent most of the day on it. Uh, <laughs> did do it. But yeah, yeah it was the the. the was it? I don't know if overall the game was fun, but the level of satisfaction I got when I got to that final escape ship and I put the pad down, I was beaming like a Cheshire cat. Oh, okay, that's good because I thought you were going to say, you know, it didn't, you didn't. No, it's actually reaffirmed like my belief that I'm a great video gamer. Yeah, gaming's good. Gaming is good. I don't know how I feel about four, so four weeks that took you. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, you're not going to play that again for a while, are you? No, I mean, not, but I mean, not daunting too... task of now Halo 2. Oh, uh, which is harder, so... Which is difficult. harder. Um, other thing, uh, tapping into my schedule this week, is I go at work, GeForce, uh, known to... Well, I'm the only one who calls him GeForce, actually. Uh, Grant, G-Force. he recommended to me a Netflix show called Love, Death and Robots. Never heard of it. Is, never heard of it. No. Oh my goodness! Get on! I've never heard of it. I was like, "What is this guy recommending? This junk?" So I thought, "Oh, you know, I'll give, it, I'll give, it, I'll have a look on Netflix." So the first thing that appealed to me is um, full season, but it's animated 
in different styles and it either involves love death or robots as a theme but none of them none of the stories are interconnected none of the episodes are interconnected and they range between six minutes and 17 minutes per episode oh cool okay. so they're That's all standalone animated shorts and right. that from that first one i put on holy moly this is amazing i watched like eight episodes back to back Wow, I've, maybe six, ne- maybe dude, six. I've never, ever heard of that. No, I think it's newish. I think it tw- might be 2019 or back in the 2018. But seriously... Is it made by Netflix, is it? I or? rarely recommend TV shows because most of them are junk, but I am wholeheartedly recommending this. I think you will really like it. Okay, I'll and check it our out. Buddy, our buddy Dave would like it as well. Whew, okay, um, I'll get on that. We're just having a sip of my coffee right now. Yeah, I just had a chai latte, coconut chai latte. Oh, nice. Yeah, you made that yourself, did you? No, up at the uh, the Cox Pippin, which is the local independent uh, coffee shop. Oh, dude, that's nice. You've got one walking distance away. Yeah, yeah. I've got oh. a Nero, Nero walking distance and oh, screw that independent one. <laughs> but, yeah, very good. Very hey, good. hey, 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 i tell you what else I did. Uh, I went for a long run on the oh, beach. Oh, yes. And you I mentioned thought, you were going for a run and you mentioned like, what you were doing on your run. Hit me with it. Yeah, I was bereft of decent podcast to listen to i was like hang on i've got a talking force to listen to two hours worth yeah boy wow man i don't think i've ever i went to school for 15 years i didn't learn that much (laughs) i learned a lot it was so good and chris i think literally might be the nicest human being on the planet yeah chris what did i get myself into mcleod aka diagnostic 80 like you say, uh, Full Force podcast. If you're not listening to it, go and listen to it. He does great stuff, churning out content like it's going out of fashion. And what a great top guy, man. Yeah, um, hell yeah. of a radio voice. He you know, really should be a disc jock. Newest stuff, like, made me look like a chump. Yeah, <laughs> chumpsville. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was no. great fun to record. We had a, a blast. And uh, like you say, we've got it up as two parts on our feed. So go and check it out there. Uh, and also, I will recommend, I don't want to drag listeners not listen to our stuff, but I recommend if you want to listen to it uh, with a visual aid as well, go over to Chris's YouTube channel. And it's probably linked oh, yeah. on his Facebook as well. He's done a YouTube video for the full two hours. And he's put loads of cool visuals, images, pictures from the comics. Um, basically gives you some stuff, context loads of context uh, and it's really really worth checking out yeah if you're I mean if you don't really if you're coming in cold to action force I mean that's all you li- literally just need to listen to this yeah. and you're up to speed yeah I mean he it's, told me loads pretty of stuff detailed. he told me loads of stuff I didn't know so I you know I was you know into the comics big time and me and, you, me and you collected the toys but we never delved into the backstory of the toys no, no, as, no, as no, in, no. As in, not the, not the backstory of the characters, but as in the backstory of the manufacturing of the figures, you know, how it came about, etc. And he, yeah. he fills in all those blanks for me. Yeah, he's and, got knowledge. He's got knowledge up the wazoo. Yeah, yeah, top guy. And uh, Big time. Rumour is that we'll be reuniting the mega powers. He might want to be Macho Man this time, and I might have to be Hulk Hogan. European missions. Uh, yes, uh, this will yes. be Action Force Monthly, which in the United States was rebranded as European missions. Give me a year on this then, Chief. I, I never got it. I, I don't have these issues. So luckily, I'm meeting but up late. what I mean is, is this after yeah. Action Force got canned? Yes, yes. After, okay. after Weekly got canned, it then ran as a backup strip in Transformers UK. And then Action Force Monthly came out in the UK. Now, I have no idea why I didn't gravitate over and immediately get, at the time, those 
Action Force monthlies, but meeting up with my, the Seddon boys, Peter and Mark, and Mark's kindly going to lend me his copies. Yeah, then, I mean... And then me and Chris, uh, maybe even you if you're around this time, you, you know, we could defo. do a triumvirate. You could be Miss Elizabeth, and we can do oh, the Action Force monthly reread. Because when I was, rec- you know, when we were talking about doing this podcast and I was looking at all the kind of versions of stuff, I found these European missions and I was like, God, these covers are great. And I, I remember texting you. I was like, what is this? What is this? But you were cold on them. You were like, they're generally <laughs> considered to be gash. I thought, well, that was the general thinking was I thought they were supposed they are, to be good. But, but Chris told me they're some of his best stories. So I'm now what? pumped to read these. Well, just Googling them, the covers look so exciting yeah but um do you know how many there are how many months it went for? i've got no idea i'm, I'm probably just one year or two years yeah, maybe don't know. we'll find out we'll find mm. out later in the year uh stay tuned for that special okay so if he okay. thought he had his work cut out doing uh compiling vids for that um he's gonna have to do it all over again <laughs> i'm sure and i'm sure he will yeah yeah um i've been watching more game of thrones and you know what that means uh-oh up north, the icy cold, it is stinging. Brang and three-eyed raven ain't singing. In King's Landing, church bells, they are ringing. There was a wedding, and now that Joffrey's dead, here's a Game of Thrones questions from inside Chief's head. Oh, that was like a Kanye West. You were sort of going up at the end. <laughs> that was wild. Um, I like that. Yeah, I actually forgot. I had to do a rap, and I made that up about five minutes ago, so apologies on the uh, crudeness of it. Oh, God, I actually thought you were going to say I just did that off the cuff. Oh, should have lied. I was like, crikey, you've been doing some like underground street battles. <laughs> yeah, improv. <laughs> um, so, a couple of questions here. That stupid three-eyed raven, what oh. the hell is it? Basically, I'm in season four, and I think I did episode episode four last night. What do they call it? Warging. Warging, Warging when he goes into the mind of another yeah. animal. But what's this three-eyed raven? What he... is, what's this? There's a couple of weirdos, a couple of sibling weirdos who've kind of got Bran. They're taking him north. Because they think he's the only one who can stop the White Walkers. Is that right? Yeah, well, and that, like he has to become the Three-Eyed Raven. I don't know what the Three-Eyed okay, Raven right, is. Cool. All I know is that sort of even in season one, when they're sort of walking around Winterfell, it does keep cutting to some crazy yeah, raven. Yeah. No, I don't mind if stuff's explained. But no, nothing's been he, explained. they leave a lot. That storyline is quite confusing really, now isn't it that's one of the problems i've got with the show at the moment there's way too many storylines there's going too on many yeah got i can't get invested in them all and i'm realizing i don't care about that i don't care about that all the king's landing stuff love all that i know brilliant luckily i'm they... getting bored of danny's story now because she's literally just going from city to city yeah, sacking like, get it, over the, the sea slaves, sacking it getting the slaves sacking it getting this it's boring now just get over the sea already yeah um I like... Wait, what season are you on, mate? Season four, episode four. Yeah. See, these are... Okay, yeah, carry on. Uh, We've got some brutal deaths coming up, I think. From what I can recall, Stannis is going to burn his kid, which is pretty bad. Oh, crikey, Um, yes. And what about the... Oh, yeah, Joffrey just died, which was a a great, great, great scene. That was a good scene, wasn't it? The breakfast thing. Yeah. The kind of... Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But there's, there's bits I like, um, but there's just too many scenes. And the other thing is, the other question I've got is, what's the crack with Dawn? Because uh, yeah, Tywin, so keeps, Tywin, keeps go, Tywin keeps going on about the Seven Kingdoms. Now, six of those kingdoms are... T- can you name the Seven Kingdoms? Mm, I've never tried, okay. possibly. Uh, 
but go on. I won't Dawn. put you on the spot. But Dawn seems to be the only one that is not exiled, but the only one that's not part of the Seven Kingdoms as a combined unit is Dawn. Um, Do you not think? No, that, he says it. Tywin Lannister okay. says okay. to oh, Prince Oberon, Dawn is the only kingdom not aligned with the other ah, six. The Viper, I'm a big fan. Um, what What's the crack with Dawn again? They probably explained it, but why is it not part of the others? Yeah, I don't know that, but I know that it's very controversial when it when it does turn up in the show towards the end of the season you're in. Yeah. It's bad. It's like panto. What do you mean when it shows when what shows up? <laughs> when they when they go there. Oh, is that when they've sent uh what's uh, the it's kid? It's considered to be What's the, the kid kind of... they've sent over there? Marcella, is it? Her daughter. Yeah. Yes. She's been so... sent to Dawn to effectively keep the peace with Dawn. She uh, like an offering, yeah. And then from the what pe- I can, well, to, to marry in. From what I can remember, a few an of them infiltrate. Maybe Bron and, and Jamie. Jamie infiltrate. Okay, cool. Yeah, right, and right. it is basically like Aladdin Panto. Right. It is shocking, and okay. it's very rushed. But all the kind of book nerds love all the Dawn stuff, but they never really did it properly in the show. Okay. But the Viper, he's pretty cool, isn't he? He, all I've seen of him so far, he's only been in a couple of episodes. All he's done so far is be in the, bro- be in the brothel with a load of blokes and a load of women. That's all he's uh, done I know. so far. I, okay, but, but he is a cool character and um, he is the main guy in the Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. He is The Mandalorian. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so right. bear that in mind. Gotcha. And um, wait a minute, he's got a beef with Tywin because the mountain killed his sister yes right. yes that's okay. correct right, okay and they obviously i remember but i can't remember the outcome or anything him and the mountain have a bit of a showdown later on oh it's awesome okay all right yeah. um so before we do gi joe chat we have we've got to bring the tone down a little bit because we've got to go who's been grinding your gears oh this my week? goodness disrespectful neighbors gotta be quiet uh. in case they're listening um, there's nothing worse, is there? Nothing worse. Nothing worse when you put out your washing on a sunny day and next door put a barbecue on without telling you first. Uh, I guess they don't then, have to tell you, and but then what's suddenly, they're adjacent to you. What's yeah, the deal? Suddenly, all your washing is really smoky. Mm, yeah. All you have to do is poke, you meat. poke your head over and say, look, we're having a barbecue. Dude, they can't control the wind. I mean... I well, suppose. It's close uh, do you enough. know what? That's never. I've never had that issue. Right. Because we still don't have a washing line. <laughs> so all your washing dries in the house. Oh, so we. I've been bringing that's how it you out. Get damp, we've got like man. a no. That's we've got like a condensation, damp, and all that kind of stuff. Well, no, we've got a utility room that has a fart fan. Ah, uh, the so, uh, tumble dryer. <laughs> the extractor fan. Right. So we just leave it in there to dry, but. Yeah, I suppose that happens. It must have been directly next to you and just billowing in, was it? Well, it's just there's a there's a fence, but it's like you know three meters away. What did you do? Chuck water over it? No, just no. nothing. <laughs> just just sat there, grinded your teeth. Yeah. No, well, we were out at the park and we came. Oh, back. okay. You came back and it stunk of yeah. bad meat. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, uh, do, you, do you generally get on with your? Do you yeah, see yeah. them like good regularly, people. or do you never see them? Uh, yeah, we see them to say hello every now and again. Yeah, good people. Yeah, because I, f- I forget. Have you got? It's not a flat, is it? It's like yeah, a yeah, split we're level. We're a, we're a first house. floor maisonette. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you do have to be. Do you find that you have to be quite quiet, and that you can hear through well, the walls? The, the, I imagine. That, no. 
Mm, you can hear a little bit, but I imagine they're woken up every morning by Evelyn. Nice. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about G.I. Joe comics. Oh, so do I. Let's do it. Right. So here we are. Finishing Balls deep off, in yeah, a big arc. We're finishing off the previous story. So I think, we, what is this? 63, 64, 65 and 66. Um, yes. So where we left off last time, Stalker, Snowjob and Quick Kick were in the Gulag in Borovia. Outback had escaped and no risk rescue mission was planned because these guys are off the grid. Oh yeah, Outback had escaped. Yeah, because he was getting beef from Leatherneck, wasn't he? But um, yeah, I just realised, because I just read these issues and uh, he doesn't feature. Uh, He does feature at the end, doesn't he? Does he? Maybe very briefly. Or maybe yeah. that's 67, maybe it's in the epilogue. Okay, so, and then you've got the bit with uh, Billy and Jinx going to this language centre in San Francisco, Raptors tailing them, and Cobra Commander's been shot, presumed dead. Yeah, these issues are dense, packed full of juicy G.I. Joe meat. Yes. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going four. on here. So the main thread that goes throughout is the... What would you say that is? Yeah, still... I, would, I would say it's still the Barovia stuff. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So we'll, let's let's do that bit first. So what yeah. happens is they set up. Uh, let's do covers. Let's do covers. Oh, Sixty-three, yeah, Snake Eyes and Scarlet walking through a, a minefield. Yes, nice cover. I like that cover. It's quite stat. The images are quite static, and normally these don't really tell a story. But the, you know, it really actually does tell a story. It's like um, Twilight. I just thought that was a really nice cover because yeah. I feel like we've had a, not duds, but. I thought that was a return to form. Yeah, Mike Mike Zek, uh, who's done a lot of these covers with Bob McLeod, looking really thinking, good stuff there. And why then, are they wandering around in a goddamn minefield? 64, you've got a bit of a power struggle here. You've got head Love of this close-ups, cover. Cobra Commander, Serpentor and Baroness. That is such a VHS G.I. Joe cartoon cover. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's uh, Ron Wagner on cover duties there. He's the interior artist as well. And then 65... It's called Shuttle Complex. This is the yeah. issue where... I was into that cover. This is this is where a bit of an interlude, whereas this actually takes up the main story bulk of this issue. But this is effectively a space battle. You're like, they're going into space here. Yeah, I'm not, not too sure on the cover myself. That's Mike Zeck and no. Bob McLeod again. And then 66, really like this cover. There's oh, barbed yeah. wire right in the foreground. Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. And there's a gun being leveled straight at Stalker in the in the background. Really, really good cover. And that is Ron Wagner. Yeah. Nice. Um, right, let's talk about this main through. So line. let's talk about this uh, main through one. So no what the what Snake Eyes and, and Scarlet doing on the front of this issue? Well, because no rescue mission can be sanctioned by the Joe team, there's people gone off the grid, i.e. the ninja team. So uh, it starts off in Grenada, the island of Grenada. There's a double date going on with I Flint, love it. Flint and Lady J, Scarlet and Snake Eyes. They're on a beach. They're having some downtime. Flint's not into it, is he, going for this mission? No. He's like, they're big boys. Yeah, they can take care of themselves. <laughs> and um, they basically, Snake Eyes and Scarlet have set this up along with the blind master who Flint and Lady J don't know. We saw him yes. a few issues recently. He's he's in with the Arashikage clan. And he kind of, he pretends to be a tourist. He wanders into a, a minefield. Mines go up. Uh, all these guys, are, uh, Snake Eye, Scarlet and Blind Master, presumed dead. And yeah. Flint and Lady J have to go back and report this to the Joes. What that does mean is that these Joes can now go undercover into Barovia to rescue the 
uh, team. Yeah, because the blind now, master. Why did they it, feel he? like they had to fake their own death? Why couldn't they just have gone on the mission anyway? But, uh, well, I'm, uh, well, don't you just think that Flint was not going to be up for that? Yeah, them... but but they could have just done it. Disappeared when Flint and Lady J are out on a moonlight stroll. They could have just bugged out. No, a- absolutely. I think this is a bit more exciting. But yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably done for dra- <laughs> for dramatic effect. <laughs> Yeah. Um and then you get a load of scene setting in Barovia where they're they're kind of tied up with this guy called Boris, who's the local snitch, who yes. who has been ratting people out throughout the time he's been in the gulag. And then it sets up this little bit where Stalker's out doing hard manual labour and there's a guard with a sniper rifle who wants to test him. He's like, You please run away. I hold the yes. national gold medal for long distance rifle. He's like, what does he say? I'll give you 300 metres or something. Uh, yeah, of course. I'll give you a sporting <laughs> chance. I would I would hold fire until you had reached the 300 metre mark. 300 metres is yeah. miles. Yeah. That's and uh, awesome. that comes back right at the very end of the whole oh, arc. These, these two guys meet again. Yes. So Harmer's really clever. He's setting up just small snippets. It doesn't even mean that much to the overall story, but really nice kind of character snippet moments. Yeah, my favourite bit of this was, you know, the rescue mission that they go on yep. is so awesome. Yeah. It's great, because who have we got there? There's six of them. Well, then, see, what happened? there is six of them, and Storm Shadow, Billy, and Jinx have now joined the guys in Barovia. And yes. And the reason they've joined them is Billy uh, and Jinx have now gone into this language centre, which turns out to be kind of a secret Joe base almost. Or yes. a military uh, training uh uh, kind of establishment and uh, Hawks there with uh, Chuckles and Law and they basically want to not interrogate Billy but want to find out exactly what was happening with his father and all that kind of stuff and Flint gets on the phone to Storm Shadow and kind of says and Storm Shadow's there and Ripcord uh, and they type a few loose ends because Ripcord wants to know what happened to Candy and Storm Shadow wants to know what happened to the Softmaster and that's where Billy explains they were killed in that explosion brown bread so it ties up that ties up that you know, snippets. Um, yes. Did those guys survive or not? No, dead. Fine. Flint gets on the horn <laughs> and says, look, uh, Snake Eyes and Scarlet dead. And as he's explaining what happened to to those guys, Storm Shadow pieces the clues together and works out that was the Blind Master. They faked their own death. They're not dead. <laughs> Quick, let's get out to Barovia. Yes. Yes, um, for an ultimate team up. And that's where you mentioned there's six of them together and... There's a cool bit where they're all doing these ninja kind of finger knitting symbols. Yes, I know. Love love that. that. Yeah, it's so cool. And Um, how do you feel about them um, joining the circus? (laughs) The white (laughs) clown. I love that. So the the way that they're going to infiltrate into Barovia is, like you said, they they found a local circus circus with the white clown. And he will come back later in a really big storyline in the 90s. Uh, Oh, cool. Really good, really good stuff. And serious stuff and, and you know he's he's kind of a down on his luck sad clown as they all are because his love of his life magda who was the the bareback horse rider spoke out against the barovian government and was got put in a gulag in a, in a prison and uh, every year he goes and tours barovia in the hopes that he'll he'll meet her again or find her and that's how these guys get into barovia and find the gulag and uh yeah yeah they just kick ass man it's, it's very violent there's a lot of carnage it's, going on here they're, they're it's basically raining oh it's rain it's, it's, imagine this if it was a tv show or a movie yeah totally I mean, when scarlet hits the lights man she hits the lights there's people dying and yeah. then 
the, the camp commander, they've taken Boris away, and she's like, um, make him sing, boys. And basically, yeah. Just, yeah. That culprit yeah. must be you. Take him to the guardhouse and beat him to death. Literally, yeah. just sanctioning murder. And then she hears from the other hut all this um, uh, fighting going on, and she assumes it's her soldiers killing Boris because he's like snitched out the, the you know the Joes, and it wasn't the Joes, and it isn't actually you know. Oh no, it is there because then you see Boris lying dead on the floor. Then you say, yeah, Scarlet shoots out the lights, and then all the prisoners basically get hold of the camp commander she's now dead yeah it's just really satisfying when stalker tags that dude yeah because how, how are they going to escape there's basically nowhere across the river the bridge is blockaded luckily the white clown in circus have got the uh the cannon the big the cannon. human cannonball and so they fire all the joes over the river and then like you said there's a really great scene where the the sniper who wanted to get stalker earlier on because they've both got each other locked, haven't they? Yeah. In their sights. He's, he's, he spied him up on the clifftop. But Stalker gets the drop on him. Yeah. He dares to engage me in a rifle duel. And you see basically close-ups of two triggers. and you A see rifle the, duel? Yeah, the guy just falls down and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. He tosses the weapon. Yeah. Just sort of hops in, gives a salute. Boosh! <laughs> and off he goes. Really good. Cannon. I really, really enjoyed that story. That whole storyline. Yeah. It's really good. It's got a very satisfying yep. ending. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like they really spent some time on that rescue. Exactly, yeah, it was awesome. Exactly. Uh, another another bits that happened during this run. You get you get a look at the new pit in yeah, Utah. Pit three. Pit three. What was pit two then? Yeah, pit two was the one that they were all rebuilding when they were. Ah, of course. At that funeral and yes, yes. like in issue twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> You're right. And then this one now is under a desert in Utah. Yes. Basically underground. And you get you see some new Joes, you see Psych out, who I don't think we've seen before. You see some guy called Backstop, who I don't know who that is. You see Hardtop and Payload. Yes. And these are the two guys those two guys are to do with the shuttle because the other new Joes that from a previous story, it's Falcon and Chuckles and these guys, they're they're kind of being hushed up. The other Joes, uh, especially Leatherneck. Leatherneck's giving beef to him, as he always does. It seems to be yeah. every time he's in there, he's just giving. When he's people, in there, he's just he's just sweeping, just laying he's the just smackdown. Always ready to give someone some, you know, yeah, <laughs> grief. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah. the dude? I've got this the the figure, the dude with the red like he- helmet and visor. That's it, fast, fast draw. draw. So the, these new him. Joes, and they're basically on a need to know basis. They don't need to know, but they see a load of big wide tracks that are like 50 meters apart out in the yes. out in the campgrounds and they're like what could have made this there's there's no there's only a few little uh little huts little buildings there's nothing that could have contained this so they go sneaking around at night and um they find a party they find a party one of my favorite bits here is bazooka is offering someone to go punch for punch yeah i love that <laughs> like, scene anyone want to go punch in. for punch what is that? Just punch each other till one of them drops down. Just look how many Joes there are now. There's so many. And they're all grubby and, they and dirty. In. They've been building, man. Yeah. Digging. They've been digging. Yeah, I like it that they, ba- they they make the Joes build the pits. Because this <laughs> yeah. was the same deal in when they were building the, the second pit. Yeah, manual labour. Let's all pitch in. Yeah. Um, they, don't, they don't sub it out. And <laughs> as it turns out, you find out what those tracks were for in the next episode... Uh, issue 65 which is pretty much purely a space-based episode and i it, really love this issue it's 
Yeah, I, I was kind of looking at it all as one arc, but this was great. Yeah. This was awesome because, should we go into the, the Cobra stuff? Yes, yes, please do. Because as I was reading <clears throat> the first issue, I was like, hang on, I'm going to have to count backwards because we have not seen or heard anything from Cobra for so long. Yep. And then I turned the page and bang, we've finally got Serpentor. Ah, of course, because this back. is Fred Seven in the Cobra Commander battle armor. Or like you said, no one actually knows it's a Cobra Commander battle armor because he was building it um, yeah, on his own. Yeah, first we've but just he... got Serpentor and Mindbender looking over these satellite images. And I was like, oh, at last, we're actually back at Cobra Island. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, but, then, and what what's happened is Fred Seven, uh, Captain Min, I think his name is, has got a little boat and he's taking Fred yeah. over to Cobra Island. I love that cold open. Yeah. When he's he, he's kind of, he's broken the perimeter. And oh, the Mambas, the Cobra Mambas are coming in. And it's yeah, like, who yeah. is this guy? And he's like, you know, he wants permission to land. Yeah. Serpenta's like, how dare, you know, because he's flying the Cobra flag. Yeah. But then they say, oh, he's got Cobra insignia <clears throat> on the yeah. uh, on the pogo and on his helmet. And he's I like, thought, he's like, I'm Cobra Commander. Serpenta kind of, why was he even considering giving him command? Like he seemed, I think, like, he, oh, if you prove yourself to be Cobra Commander, yeah, you can take over. I like, think, like, he, what? I think he either knows it's not Cobra Commander, or he know he thinks Cobra Commanders, you know, he's got him beat in a battle of wits. Yeah, and so I he's, did he's love just all waiting for him to fail. You know, fight, fight. All the Cobra Troopers, they haven't been doing much by the looks of it, according to Zartan. He's like, this is what happens. Yeah. If you, if, you know, if you just got them lying around. Yeah. So and effectively, you can start to see the, the, reason, the divide. Yeah, yeah. The reason that he's accepted as Cobra Commander is because the Baroness effectively uh, vouches she for vouches him. She vouches for him, yeah. She's like, She's well I'm the only one this. who knows what he looks like without his helmet. They go into a back room, whatever. He takes his helmet off. He says, oh, look, the gig's up fine i'm not cobra commander and she goes put that helmet back on you know so she's yeah, using him she's got a beef because serpentor has effectively sort of demoted her hasn't he yes so she's not best pleased anyway no and mindbender's not that into it anymore by the looks of it so you can sort of start to see what's happening here yeah and so, so now baroness now he, he is po- yeah exactly he's posing now as cobra commander with the baroness's say so and then you get this bit where uh, there's some astronauts up in space, American astronauts, and they've detected some um, satellites, etc., which are these Cobra satellites, which are which are tied into this secret of the Terradromes, which yes. we still haven't. You know, they've been. This has been an underlying, bubbling away kind of small thread of these Terradromes and their secret use. And yeah. This is tied to it, and they're worried that the Americans are going to unlock the secret of the Terradromes. So, Cobra effectively launched their own spaceship and it gets up there straight away in five minutes yeah well Serpento is basically hoping that this goes tits up for Cobra Commander yeah because he? he basically Cobra Commander and Baroness have been strapped into this space rocket and they're going up personally to oversee the space mission and like you say um Serpento really... and Mindbender are on the same page and they're like this this could we could get rid of these two these two in one fell swoop here I kind of I really like the moment when they're in space and it's going bad for Cobra Commander, there's carnage going on, and yep. it's like he becomes Cobra Commander in that moment when the panels are going into his eyes and everyone's like, What's going on? What's going on? And then he kind of bosses it and one sorts of, it all out. One of my favourite scenes so far, like you say, everything's going wrong and the the Baroness gets knocked out. 
uh, a missile hits their ship. The Baroness gets knocked down. He's standing over a corpse uh, or her body, and there's scrap iron. He's like, Cobra Commander, half the power banks are out. What should we do? Telly Viper, the helm is responding sluggishly. We're losing pressure in the computer compartment. If the trajectory memory goes down, we have casualties in engineering. Yeah. And everyone's got like, I need your attention right now. And like you said, close up, close up, close up. And then all of a sudden, he just completely becomes the man. That's, that's it. That's his moment, isn't it? He takes control. And I want a damage report. Um, yeah. Bleed pressure into the computer bay from reserves. Shut down all systems except life support. Maneuver and weapons. Reload all missile launchers. Bring them to bear. Have the main valve computer cool. stand by to target coordinates for the main laser bank. Helm, bring her about. Yeah, he's like suddenly like Captain Kirk. Yeah. I I am loving this storyline, as you said, of when he gets in the, the battle armour. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. How are you finding the art throughout all this sort of stuff? This is Ron Wagner, who's now now the man. So, basically, we've got Harm Absolute, on script. Absolutely love it. Uh, Ron Wagner on pencils. Andy Mazinski inks. Colours is Bob Shireen. Letters is Joe Rosen. I think that's the same crew throughout all these issues uh, yeah i think russ heath might have inked one of them um actually inked he inked two of the issues yeah apart from that it's all the same i, I really like ron wagner's art however i do think he Go would on. benefit from a bit of a thicker inking line some of the stuff Ugh. looks a little bit faintish and okay. i think there's there's three different inkers over the course of these issues uh, some are better than others but i think on the whole his art is you know it's not too far away from what we were used to with Ron Wagner. That's from, what I was sorry, from, say. Um, uh, Rod Wiggum. Yeah. But it's still very, maintains a lot similar. of detail, yeah. Yeah, it's good detail. I love it. It's brilliant. Um, now, where are we at? What's the, is there any other arcs going on over these issues here? Uh, that's pretty much the main bit. The pit, up in space, Barovia, and uh, on Cobra Island. Yeah. Now, how does this space battle... Oh, yeah. So, basically, they... G.I. Joe let Cobra get away, don't they? Because they've got to go and save the what's left of the satellite. That's it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then how does it actually end? What's the last panel? of, of In terms of the space bit, I mean, that's just... It go, it, it go, that issue goes back to the circus, but the space bit is Oh, of course it does, yeah. Uh, like you said, we have a crew to worry about and a yeah, damn shot to bring back the, in one piece. Yeah, that's the, well, that's the last we see of Cobra, isn't yep. it? There's and no now, more. Cobra have also <clears throat> think they spotted the G.I. Joe base yet again. Because mm. they've done some uh, recon satellite photos, and like, how are all these Joes coming out of this single, you know, two or three huts? Yeah, well, we never saw them go in. They always find the GI Joe base all the time. Oh yeah, for sure. Pit three. Pit three. Soon to, <laughs> soon to be pit four, I imagine. Yeah, um, um, but uh, it was really good just to touch base with Cobra again yeah. and just plant the seeds for what's coming. Yeah, because I've... obviously we've got you know Civil War is coming up soon. You know, I was surprised that Mindbender's already kind of... Did you get that impression that he's... Because he says something like, oh, it's really great to have a decisive leader again. Whereas I thought Mindbender was well into Serpentor. Yeah, well, but, um, they will. everyone will pick sides That's soon. what I mean, yeah. And, I love it. You know, no spoilers. We'll, we'll wait to see who picks what side there. But, um, yeah, so... From a Cobra standpoint, obviously Destro's kind of off the grid now. He's gone, but he's back in Scotland because he doesn't feature in these issues. Yeah, and we come at yeah. It's it's he will come back in later on, obviously, but he's kind of distanced himself a little bit from from. Yes. from, from I think that, he's yeah, I think terrorists. he's busy. He's busy. Yep, and he will busy. he will get a new outfit. Prob uh, not in the next episode we do, but the one after he will get his new outfit. Yeah, we're getting into the. 
issues now where you would literally cycle over from your house yeah. and just flop down a bunch of issues and were like, OMG, yes. you've got to read this. Yeah. Check this out. Yeah. So uh, have you read these ones before? Yes, coming up to... Well, I'll tell you when, but very soon. So the ones we've just done, you hadn't read? No. But coming but up to... everything that's coming is, as I said, when you, you came around and, and this particular storyline yep. is when I started buying them. Right, okay. From comic shops and, this and stuff, was, I think. And this would have been... Because when I started collecting them in real time, it was probably the early hundreds. So these would have been issues that I'd bought from... Uh, East Coast Comics I used to use as a back issue supplier. Ah, okay. So I would have okay. bought these back issues from there. Uh, and like you say, yeah. bring, brought them around and uh, good There's times. just some really iconic stuff um, coming up that's going to bring back the memories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had we actually we had a question from... We kind of answered it a little bit with our, with our shows. Um, but let me just let me just find this question I had from someone on the um, Facebook. Bear me two seconds. Can't find it. Still working on this brew. How is it? Good? It's good, yeah. Um, Yeah, so Scott asked us about the Easter eggs, and we answered that one. I can't find it. Gone. No danger. Um, Next episode just to give people a heads up we will be doing issues 67 68 yearbook four and special mission seven that's a nice mix so uh, can get a better mix 68 67 was that uh, sorry 67 67 and 68 is kind of a two-parter right based in it's called cold snap a bit more pterodrome action a bit of arctic snow action oh then we got yearbook four which has got two stories in it, one full length and one uh, little. Is that the last yearbook? Little short. That is the last yearbook. Yeah. And then special mission seven, uh, and then uh, following that, the next episode will be a three issue arc, sixty nine, seventy, seventy one, and then special missions eight, and then the following one I think was probably the start of civil war. But oh, we're in the lofty seventies already. Yeah. Wow, exciting times. Um, we need to yojo cola this, of course. Oh yeah. So this is we're calling this is one one long thing. So we're saying it's where do we start with sixty to sixty six plus special mission six. Yeah. Um, so that's eight what issues you, what, as what one long. It, it's tough because there there is quite a few different threads running through there, but they all tie up nicely. And we've got the main Barovia one. I think I've got to give this a high eight. Yeah, I was toying with a low nine, but I think I'm going to go a high eight as well. Re- I, I, not a return to form, but there was just a few ropey issues before this arc, so it's really nice to be back in a thick storyline. And you know, yeah, yeah, I really had fun with these. Uh, question from Facebook was from Stephen Stephen Christopher Jubber, and he says, "I've got a question for Chief and Ben. This was from a while back um, on the pod. What are your favourite?" G.I. Joe figure, vehicle, Cobra figure, and Cobra vehicle. Now, we cover those kind of on the yearly awards, and I mentioned that, but he says, he says, what what is your overall favourite figure? Now, and vehicle. Now, because he said figure, not character, I'm interpreting that to be toy. Yeah. And not character. So, do you want to mull on that and give me an answer next week? 
Yeah, I think so because there's you know that's a there's a lot out there. Okay, we'll have an answer for you next week, Stephen. I have to, dude, but just in re- relating to that, when I got all the GI Joe toys out yesterday, I just tipped them out. I mean, there's so many. Do you need some them. rubber bands? Yes, I do. Right, but I've got dude, those. I I could just uh, get them on Amazon. Okay. Um, but I was looking at all of these faces, and I was like, God, the majority of these haven't even been introduced yet. And I was like, do they manage to introduce all these characters? Is that even possible? Do they just kind of introduce them, but then you never really see them, or they certainly don't get any sort of dialogue? I mean, can you just tell me what they do moving forward? Because we are there are hundreds of characters. So what does Harmer do? Does he just draw them does he you know how does it work well he, he always because they're hot chief what i'm saying he, is we're... you've seen that he play he plays with his favorites so those original 13 joes we know that you know of those he probably only uses what stalker snake eyes scarlet and hawk you don't really yeah. see the rest of them do you but for example so, so he starts fading guys featured a bit hasn't he but now will he just disappear and do you know what I mean? Or yeah, I think I think he he probably when a new toy came out, he probably featured them for like two or three issues, and then if he personally liked them, he might yes. find ways to shoehorn them back into a storylines. Yeah. Uh, but everyone kind of got you know fast draw kind of had two issues. He had that issue sixty drawn by Todd McFarlane where him chuckles, Law and Order were introduced, yeah. and then he yeah. featured like you mentioned in the bit this run and that's probably it for him now he's probably done yeah okay that's what i mean because i was just going i was sort of lining up my figures i was like this i mean there's just so many so many sort of not big characters yeah. i was like surely these don't do anything in the comics yeah same same for cobra as well so many kind of well villains that are like raptor they're kind of like um you know loud and i was like do these guys feature it's going to be interesting yeah, and obviously yeah. you've got the the storyline around the hundred, just after over a hundred, where you know there's a bit of a cull. Yes, yes. Which I don't know yeah. if you remember that or not. Oh no, I remember that. You cycled around that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but let's not spoil anything. Okay, um, I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah, get on that. Chief Fastbear, a question. Chief Fastbear, a question. What'll he say? What'll he do when Chief Fastbear, a question? Sequels, sequels that are at least as good, if not better, than the original movie. Empire Strikes Back, Godfather Part Two, Aliens, Young Guns Two. Done. <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess that's the end of the show for this week. Uh, wait a minute. Um, okay, can I? Of those four you've mentioned, are you saying they're all better than or some on par with? So Empire? I, I'd say they flip-flop. I think right. Empire... Uh, no, because you know what it's like with Star Wars, dude. Whichever Any, one I've mo- watched most recently is my favourite. Yeah, at some point I've said that each of you know those three are my favourites. So, yeah. yeah. I think Aliens, I for me, I, I definitely... Yep. Aliens is like one of my favourite films ever. That is better, yep. I agree um, there. Young Guns 2 isn't really better. It's just a really... There's something quite funny about Can't that film. Can't remember that one. Oh, yeah, you can. Well, I... You can, dude. I can't remember the story. I can picture scenes in my head, but I can't remember the story. Christian Slater? Yeah, Arkansas Dave Rudabar. Yes. 
Um, yeah. What was the other one? I said? Oh, Godfather Part Two is a hundred. There's it is so much better. I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. Have you not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the first two are really good. I just Third don't. One is, I just ouch. for me, length is a barrier, and I'm not sure I'm interested in the genre. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm not particularly, but so that is kind of like a cross. I don't know. The second one is pretty good. Uh, can I throw my hat in the ring with a couple? Yeah. Can I just? Are you going to say Beverly Hills Cop two? Yes. Yeah. I'm saying no. Better, I think the actually. first one. Well, I'm saying on par. That yeah, I was it's definitely, definitely not worse. Par. No way. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else you got? I this one gets touted a lot, but it's not for me. But I'm going to say it just because a lot of people say it. They say Toy Story two, but I oh yes, I, I massively prefer the first. Oh okay. No, second one is probably better. I think. Um, Lethal Weapon two. No, it's not as good. Back to the Future two. No, definitely, definitely not. It's amazing, but not as good. Yeah. What else you got? Um. Die Hard 2 Ooh. is not as good. It, yeah, but give it some love, man. I've noticed. It's a good movie. Yeah, oh, great movie. In pop culture, people, most people go Die Hard, then they go Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's like, no, whoa. No, what are the fools? No way. What are they doing? People think Die Hard 2 is really silly. I, no, it's good. Very oh, good. I saw that at cinema. Brilliant. One of the first movies I saw at cinema, I think. This is controversial. And hey, this is another one where I've noticed that people don't give it that much love. Temple of Doom. Yep. Often, yes. I will say that is my favourite one. Yeah. Purely because of the white tux yeah. scene, I think that is <laughs> oh, my, amazing. I that is my favorite opening to a film. Yeah, I love that Great. scene so much. It's got so much service here. As yeah, <laughs> as with all those movies, it's just. If you can quote multiple scenes from a movie, that's a great movie. We are going to die. Oh, we <laughs> are going to <laughs> die. It's face. Ford. Yeah, it's brilliant. Ford. Surely, must I was going to ask top three all time. So we watched that recently, and I really wanted to ask you. So you'd have to agree that Ford in when's Temple of Doom eighty two? I don't know eighty four. That is 84. him in his absolute prime. So he's just done Jedi, yep. then he's done Temple of Doom. Eighty five, I think, it was wit- eighty five was Witness, which is an underrated movie. <clears throat> in terms of like Indiana Jones, I think he looks at his best in Temple of Doom. You reckon? He is brilliant. Well, there's quite a big gap between Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. 89, but, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one to leave it, you know. Yeah. But I so mean, he had, he had a run of something ridiculous, like Star Wars 77, then... Yeah, two trilogies in two trilogies, you know, like eight years. Two <laughs> Indiana Jones movies, Blade Runner... Um, yeah, and then all of his Witness, kind of he had like, romantic ones. Yeah, he had a know. run of... Um, like eight years of just like how many box dominance do you want? Yeah, and then you know, and then in the sort of nineties, he had another massive resurgence with um, like Fugitive and yep. Patriot Games. Yep. I love the Ford, yeah. um, but I know you're a big Raiders fan. Raiders is always going to be your favorite. I think of, of that. I think Raiders it? will is my favorite. Those three. Yeah, yeah. I don't bad dates. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Do, do you what's your thoughts on Crystal Skull? Um, my thoughts are out of all of the kind of massive disappointments like Phantom Menace and that take that is above all of them. Really, it takes I, the I thought I thought that was 
prop, like a real disgrace. Like, and I, I just can't believe Spielberg signed off on it. It's a dodgy script from Lucas. He always wanted to get aliens in there, apparently. Right. And everyone was fighting him, but they all just wanted the paycheck. Dude, is that there any redeeming is bits in it? Proper bad. Yes. But the redeeming bits make it even more frustrating for me because... You see glimpses of Ford, what it could have been. Ford looks great in it. You know, there's no embarrassment there. He looks brilliant and he could have had a worthy story. Yeah. And some of the stuff, the sort of time setting, what is it, 50s? I guess so, I yeah. don't know. It's interesting. Is it, it, it Soviet? Is it lovely. Russia? Who's about? I can't even remember yeah. any of the story. Yeah, Cold War, so Russia. Just, you know, there's so many... WTF moments, the swinging through the oh god, yeah. it's bad. It's t- proper bad. I'll tell you another one. It's not. It doesn't reach the same heights as the original, but uh, Batman Returns, I like. Oh, I love it. And another one that people dislike. Really? I think that if you were to ask Tim Burton, he would say that is his favourite one. You reckon? Hundred percent. Because I don't think he had the budget. The, the way that film looks is incredible. Yeah. And I think that was what he wanted his Gotham to look like. That's a great film. That is a great movie. Yeah, I remember you could see that in the cinema and coming around. And um, you at the time, you weren't into it. Really? Yeah, you were like, oh, there's this bit where he's on the roof and he's got this thing and he types it in and it goes around. And you were disappointed that he didn't just kill Catwoman right. and he kept falling in love with her. <laughs> right. Do you remember that? Uh, I think so. You probably yeah. don't. I think so. Yeah, yeah. you came round uh, but over time I think you got you got into it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good question that sequels that are superior. I mean, a lot of it is it's interesting because like you say, you know, how many sequels are made purely from a commercial point of view where they know they can wring some more cash out of Joe Public and how many are made out of and I'm not talking about like trilogies that are preset you know the nolan's batmans i'm guessing there was always going to be three was there or no because that was a total risk for him and i don't think they they didn't know who he was so yes in his head he probably had some others mapped out same with lucas there's another way he thought he was going to be making empire strikes back there's another one for you i guess uh dark knight rises or whatever it's called yes uh, no, the, dark the Dark Knight, Knight is definitely better than Batman Begins, yep. I think. Um, so Ooh, that's a good film. So yeah, so it's interesting when a sequel's made. I guess most of the time it is for what you were saying. The commercial is, aspects, yeah. Not, not, I suppose not like you say. Not many people can plan to a double bookend movies or or three movies. Yeah, because can, the budget required, and you never know if the first one's going to flop or not. It's always going to be. You can definitely plant seeds yeah. and be like, "Well, maybe we get round to making this." Yeah, I mean, you can tell that in in New Hope, it pretty much gets wrapped up. I mean, he obviously didn't kill off the big bad, but there's no way he knew that that film was going to blow. It's up interesting that he didn't Empire. kill the big bad. Could have done because it, in most, in pretty much every single well, Tarkin, sort of he's side, the big bad. Well, yeah, but in every kind of you know family sci-fi adventure rompish kind of movie or any action movie you'd be hard pushed vader's the big bad come on well yeah i think he felt that he gave you tarkin it'd be hard pushed to find any movie in general where the baddie doesn't get his comeuppance or die i tell you we were damn lucky that he didn't dude (laughs) (laughs) seriously yeah 
Because you don't get an Empire or a Jedi. Yeah. And you don't get, no, from the end of episode three. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Right, um, man. Fun times. Yeah, real fun times. The good that was a good GI Joe arc we just did yes, there. Yes, yes. And I can't this next couple of arcs coming up, these next couple of episodes, I don't I can't remember Ooh, a bit of memory loss, Chief. I, yeah, I, I, I know I see the covers, I look at some of the interiors, but I can't fully remember lights aren't on. I can't fully remember the, the storyline, how it goes. So this is gonna be good for me as well. Okay, so just to recap like your health. Recap next episode, sixty seven, sixty eight. Yearbook number four and Special Mission seven. Uh, catch us in all the usual places. Talking Joe Comics on Instagram. Talking underscore Joe on Twitter. Talking Joe Comics at gmail.com. Uh, jo, uh, talking Joe, a GI Joe podcast on Facebook. And go and check out the two part special of the Action Force Weekly. We did. Do, with, definitely do. Uh, Diagnostic 80. Go and check out his video on YouTube. Really good. And loads of loads of good. I've been checking out GI Joe Berg recently, uh, among other lots of other GI Joe podcasts out there. Really good, but um, okay. enjoying their stuff. So yeah, awesome. Um, the community is strong. The community is strong. We're going to keep going. We're so how how do you feel we're doing in general? Uh, One hundred and fifty five issues in the regular series plus twenty eight special missions plus four yearbooks is one hundred and eighty seven. I think issues and we're chief i didn't think we'd make it to episode two of talking joe so i think we're doing, doing pretty good yeah i can't believe we're at yeah we're in the, into almost into the 70s we've done That's we've amazing. read seven we've read 75 issues of 187 yeah that's oh so, sorry so adding in all the yeah, yeah so we're nearly halfway not quite it's, it's gonna be a great thing to have because i know that i'm gonna reread this run yep probably every i don't know maybe not every year but every two years and it's going to be so cool to maybe go back through some of these it's going to be it's a nice time capsule i think we've got going here good stuff yeah Uh, i'm going to actually get on and read these issues now i think nice bank holiday monday why not pop a bond film on later oh you know gotta be roger it has to be um and I might even have a look at the box of Halo 2 but put it back on the shelf mate you need some distance serious alright we will see everyone next week I'll see you next week Ben and we'll